Whether you're determined to build your dream business, to become a better communicator, to create the leverage in your life, to connect with yourself, to become more purposeful, to master your schedule, to quit your job, to travel to Europe, no matter what the goal is that drives you, this is the show for you. This is a space where we can transparently talk about all the things you're determined to accomplish or improve in your life and bring you the tactical tips and strategies to help get you to that next level. My name is Jamie Milam and I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur and like you, I dream big. I rebuilt my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote when I became a mother and today I am living my life by designing it in alignment with my goals. Recently divorced and back to being a single mom and simultaneously running multiple businesses, I know that I can figure anything out when I am determined. With the right resources, determination, and motivation, I believe you can make your dreams and goals a reality. This is Determined AF. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be able to bring you today the special guest. I was at a, uh, I guess you would say a retreat, a coaching retreat with one of my coaches and just a room full of people. And suddenly I hear people talking about, oh, you're in autumn. Oh, I'm a winter. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And they just started raving about this personal stylist who found color palettes for them based on their personality, their tones, of course, their, you know, their physical tones and color palettes that best match them. And, you know, I loved how when I went on her website, it says that she's finding style to match your soul. And I just love that. So without further ado, I would love to introduce Metasol Colette. And um, she is with Soul Reflection. She works with, well, you know what? I'm just going to let Marisol tell you. So you let us know. Go ahead, babe. Hey, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the podcast, Jamie. I love what you do. I love what you stand for. I feel honored to be here. And I love the crew of women that you're talking about uh, having spent time with recently. So they're also so awesome. Uh, so I'm a personal stylist, but I'm also a therapist. So I originally trained, well, I guess I originally trained as a, as like a fashionista as a little girl. And I've kept that as a thread in my life throughout my life. And it, I come by it. Honestly, my family all loves fashion, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, all of it, uncle, etc. And <clears throat> Sorry, I have I had like getting over a little cold from like five weeks ago. Um, and so anyways, the um, but then I trained formally as a social worker, went to grad school at Columbia in New York City and then uh, worked for 10 years for the federal government. But I was always doing this fashion consulting on the side for fun and for free. And so I finally decided to make something of it at the urging of a lot of my friends and my spouse. And they were like, you have something that is different than other personal stylists, which is that when you work with me, I feel changed from the inside out. And I feel like you're really tuning into something very specific about who I am. And that's super important to me because, you know, first of all, that didn't surprise me because of my training as a social worker and therapist, but also it's super important to me because I'm not looking for fashion trends and homogeny, although, you know, trends are awesome. And um, what comes down the pipeline from, from high fashion is really awesome to look at as inspiration, but it really has so much more to do with who we are, because when we tune into who we are, we can show up more authentically in the world. And I know in your podcast, you're really supporting people in 
you know, doing their heart's work and pushing through to be the best version of themselves and to follow through with their hopes and dreams, which are all different for all of us for lots of reasons. Yeah. I love all of that because, um, I find it fascinating. Two of my coaches have a background in therapy, right? And I love that because I feel like we need more awareness in our culture just around how much of our everyday stuff involves mental health. And so when you said, you know, you tune into who you are and that you are changing from the inside out, like, I think that that's so important because when we show up, even in our own personal, like style, right, our personal fashion, we want to do that to feel confident and to feel good, right? And it's difficult to go out and really kind of be a rock star and, and kick ass for the day if we're not feeling really like, oof, yeah, I feel good. You know, I've always said that like I dress for me, not for everybody else, right? And that I want to feel really good about that. So I, I find it fascinating that I continue to be so drawn and in alignment with people that have that therapy background, because you're right. It's all about how do we align with who we really are and use that to move forward. So I am curious to know kind of what was the catalyst aside from people saying like, you're really good at this. I'm sure it was not easy to pivot into building a business specifically around this. I think we had kind of mentioned uh, previously together um, that that was kind of like you had to get your messaging in alignment. So tell us a little bit about how that kind of started for you and what that journey has been like in being able to impact women, you know, around finding that, fine tuning it from the inside out. Yeah. So when we, you know, when we're leading with our heart, we're also leading with vulnerability. And so what that means is I'm taking the most vulnerable, precious parts of myself and showing them to the world and saying, um, you know, saying a couple of things, you know, because we are living in a community of people, you know, in our communities, in our states, in our country and in the world, it is important that we relate to people, that we connect with people. So we're, I'm showing my vulnerability in hopes that I can more deeply connect with potential clients, friends, people who understand what I do. And it is also important that we show our vulnerability because it is the truth of who we are. And we then encourage other people to live their truth, right? So when I was doing this work, it made so much sense to the few people that I was getting to like play with. I mean, I was playing dress up in their closet. And I mean, I'm not trying to minimize what I was doing, but that's how I was seeing it. And that's how it would start. Like, let's go play dress up you feed me dinner and I'll go through your closet. And then, you know, this transformation that was happening was so much deeper. And so I, they felt that. And then I felt that. And my spouse, he said, you know, this is something, what you have is a rare capacity to take something that has traditionally been co-opted by patriarchy, capitalism, um, you know, economic gains, all of that, this like, and this also this homogeny that I talked about earlier, where, you know, if you don't fit in the box, you're out, right? If you're not straight sized, you're out, which of course we're reforming that in the fashion industry to the best of our ability. It's not completely inclusive, but it's starting to be more inclusive. At least that's at, uh, at the top of some people and designers' minds. So, you know, he says you have this rare capacity to see something in people that then helps them express that on the outside. So essentially what we wear is a product of 
really getting to know ourselves. And so, you know, I can say that with ease now, but imagine in the beginning when I'm just leaving my federal government job where I'm like, I'm a social worker. I work on a medical floor. I help homeless, uh, you know, the unhoused population. I, you know, I work with veterans, et cetera. Things that people can understand that they have a box for into the world of like, I help you tune in to the truth of who you are so that then you can wear cool clothes. And that was just hard to wrap my, like the, the kind of the elevator speech was really difficult. There were some people who were like, I totally get that. And then others were like, mm, in, in, interesting. I would like turn to my husband and be like, what do you do? <laughs> so, you know, I had to continue to refine my messaging and refine what I was offering to the world uh, so that I could grow this business that hasn't ever been created before. I've looked and it just doesn't exist in the way that I've created it. Oh my gosh. You know what? I love that because here's what you said. And I don't know how many people actually caught that. And I'm going to come at this for a second, just from that entrepreneurial space, right? Because something I love about you, Marisol, is that it's not what you do, right? Isn't only for entrepreneurs, right? It's for the everyday person so that they can show up. However, because this is Determined AF, I really love to come at that because something that you started saying was you said, let's go play dress up right? Which sounds just so simple and fun. Like at first you were doing something that was fun for you. Obviously it was a side gig that you were doing, you know, for free with friends and everything. And then it's like, okay, there's, there could be something here to this. Right. And then you started to see the impact, the transformation that it was having for people, because like you said, now we're, now we're kind of digging deeper to see how can we take what we have on the inside and, you know, wear it on the outside in a sense, right. Or how can we let what we wear on the outside and, you know, just kind of comfort us on the inside as well. You know, then you said you had to refine and you had to refine. So I think kind of in that sense, because you have created something that's so unique, right? That it's also important to say, okay, I identified something that I loved, that I was truly in alignment with based on my own authenticity. That was fun for me that, you know, the thing that you kind of get lost in that you want to do for everybody, because you see the impact. And at the same time, it's like, we're always told, well, go do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And it's like, sometimes it feels a little selfish, you know, when we would just want to pour into others and then you have to keep refining that message. So I think it's really important for any entrepreneur that is listening to hear that you start with one thing and it's okay if it has to pivot, if you have to redefine it, if you keep refining it until you find that right messaging that gets really hyper focused in on who the target client is, what they're going to get out of this and how they're going to feel from this. It is a process, right? So I loved those things that you mentioned, because I think that we can overlook that very easily, that this is not just like a cool, I'm going to go do this thing that nobody has done and I'm going to have the successful business out of it and it's going to be awesome, right? It takes so much. I am curious though, on the flip side of this is for ladies who are, you know, like I, I've always loved fashion. Like I became a mom at 19, um, but there was a small little dream of mine that was like, one day I'm going to work in a big skyscraper in New York city. Um, and to this day I'm 36 and I still haven't been, that will change this Christmas. However, um, 
a lot of women hate shopping. I mean, there's a lot of services out there that, you know, claim to be able to send you clothes that fit your style. And I've subscribed to them and then I've canceled them because it's like, you're not listening, right? Like you're sending me stuff that doesn't make me feel great. And this is just becoming a waste, right? And a lot of women hate shopping. They hate trying on things. So what are some of those like key things that you see or that you chat with folks and say like, this is what, this is how you can change that mindset and that space for yourself, um, aside from obviously being able to work with you directly to help with that. Yeah. So before I share more about that, and I might ask you to repeat kind of that end sentence that you said, I wanted to go back to what you were saying about um, pivoting and refining and refining and refining. And I remember, so I left, I left my, I did a little bit of preliminary work to get my business off the ground. I started with a private practice in therapy, which was a step to get myself out of agency work that was taking up all my time. And like within a month of leaving my job, which had the security of benefits and regular pay, it was just a very secure job in general. Within a month of leaving, I got diagnosed with cancer. So that was obviously all consuming. And it really opened up my eyes to some health things that were happening otherwise, which was really the, the cancer was really a, like a, a symptom of my other underlying health issues, um, that my body wasn't able to fight off like general, we all get little cancer cells, but our bodies just fight them off really easily. <clears throat> so, you know, that was a long process of having to take care of myself, take care of my body, understand what was going on, invest in myself, time, money, energy, other people's time and money and energy, like things like that I had to invest in. So, you know, I wasn't able to just launch my business the way I thought. And I was creeping along for a while. And I kept, I, I, it was a horrible feeling because I wasn't yet married to my spouse. We had actually just known each other a year. And there I am like completely reliant on him and trying to create this business and trying to wrap my mind around all of these concepts that I, I was, my mind was way too preoccupied to do that. And I remember him saying, you know, it was like two weeks after I'd had surgery for the, to remove the cancer. I remember saying like, babe, like, like, I just feel like I'm drowning. And, and he's like, it's only been two weeks. And I was like, so then, you know, a couple months went by and I was like, I, I like my business, like, and he's like, it's only been a couple months. And honestly, even as my business grew, there were times throughout the years where I was still feeling insecure about how much I was or wasn't doing or how much I didn't understand the flow of my business or couldn't rely on any given month to, to hit a certain mark. And he would say all the way up to five years, he's like, it's only been five years. He's like, you're finally hitting your five-year mark, which is actually a pretty significant mark for entrepreneurs. And I think that that's something that we don't talk about enough is that the five-year mark is a really um, pretty typical time to get a flywheel as long as you're consistent, as long as you're determined AF, right? Um, some people have it sooner. Some people have it a little bit later, but like that's a time when you can finally land a little bit. And I so appreciated that perspective because it was because of his encouragement and the little bits of encouragement and I got when I was able to work with people that 
I was able to stay steady on that process and continue to refine. I mean, I, I ran a group once that, that was like, I don't know, like six or eight weeks or something. And I like, I would never do that again in that way. It was time consuming and it was just all these things. And, you know, it's like, that's something I've refined out of. And, and it's, it's point and shoot for a really long time. So I just wanted to acknowledge that as well for how I experienced it. And to, again, give people encouragement of it takes time, TTT, things take time and it takes consistency and determination, like, you know. So to answer your question, so clarify the question for me one more time. Like what you said, what is it that people can get? And and I serve men and women and folks non-binary. I serve everybody, but I, I do get a lot of babes that come through my door. So your question was, what is it that they can do outside of working with me to support themselves in the process of finding their personal style? Is that kind of the question? I think that that is phrased beautifully. Yes. Okay. So I just want to say that anytime people can connect with me in a free way, like through Instagram, I have Facebook, Soul Reflection, Instagram at Soul Reflection, and that's SOL Reflection, which is SOL is the end part of my name. Um, You know, I have a newsletter that's free and I have a couple of freebies on my website at soulreflection.com. So, you know, feel free to start there because that's going to give you some insight into what I'm saying now. But we have to start talking with other people. We have to start. And this is what makes me so excited about the work that I do is I become your best friend during this period. Somebody in Australia, I'm working with her on a photo shoot that's going to happen November 12th. And she's like, you know, I can't believe she was like, I I knew I needed to sign up to work with you on getting prepared for my photo shoot, but I never expected, you know, insert the things that people say. I never expected to be so cared for, to have so much insight, to feel so much alignment with my business, all of these things. And so, but it's because she's connected, right? Like that we're connecting at that heart level and I'm giving my all to her and she's being vulnerable to share the pieces of her business that are so meaningful to her that are the things that define her outside of or, or distinguish her from other businesses that might feel or look similar. So it's in that community space. And, you know, as, as women in particular, we're starting to be more open with our vulnerabilities, talking about pregnancy, pregnancy loss, talking about relationships, you know, sharing about our struggles. You know, you are so willing to share about your life experience 40 years ago, that would have been really difficult for a lot of people to do. So we're, we're sharing more and the more we share, And those parts of us that we feel so wounded around and feel so ashamed of, like, I don't like my body or I've had an eating disorder. That's things people tell me, you know, a lot, or I hate my arms or, you know, I'm too old for that. These things, these narratives that we have in our head, the more that we're willing to share them, the more that we either realize that everybody else is feeling something similar, experiencing something similar, and, or the more we're able to get support and that mirroring back on Marco Polo this morning with a best girlfriend of mine. It's her 40th birthday tomorrow. Her week has been shit because her kid has some flu-like thing. One of her three kids, you know, everything's kind of crumbling in this week. It's just not going well. And she's trying to do her hair on Marco Polo. And she's like, I hate it. I hate it. I don't like the way it looks. And I was able to reflect back to her in my Marco Polo back is like, you look beautiful, babe. Like you, like you truly look beautiful. And I know that you don't feel that way. I hear that. And just as a reflection, you look amazing to me. I love that. And we get that in community. 
You do. You're right. It is community because what I'm hearing from you is that a lot of that is, you know, Medeso, I just love that you didn't say like, well, you know what? You need to have these staple pieces in your closet and da da da. Right? Like, what stylist do we hear actually saying like, let's talk about you and how you're feeling first, right? Becoming my best friend, kind of knowing what it is about my brand to help me decide like, what is the messaging that I. I envision being able to send across in this brand shoot, but also to be able to show up like, you know, very with, with ease, right. In a photo shoot Mm. that for a lot of people can be very uncomfortable and feel very unnatural. And I mean, some photo shoots go on so long that suddenly you don't even know how to like, you know, smile Smile anymore. anymore. (laughs) And so when you feel really great about what you're wearing, you know, then it makes that a lot easier. Something else that I heard you say is, you know, this Marco Polo conversation. So two things that I want to touch on that Marco Polo conversation of, you know, I hate my hair and da da da, and having the reflection of like, you look great, you know, like it's helpful to remember that we are our worst critics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm petite, right? I have big hips, but I'm petite. And I hear so many times whenever I say something about my own body image at times, right? A flaw. And I call it out and people are like, oh, please, like you're tiny or da, da, da. And it feels very like invalidating, you know, like yeah, diminutive. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, just because I have a different body type than what we would expect people to be able to complain about doesn't mean that I don't have my own insecurities and that's okay. And the things that I'm doing to on my own personal health journey are for me again, so that I can continue to feel as good as I would like to, right. It is nice having that reflection from others to say, in a more validating way, right? That is, you know, but you look great. Like, I know you might feel that way, but you look great. And so when clients are able to feel that when working with you, then it helps us remove this outside feeling of pressure and feeling of having to fit into a different box. Because something that I wrote down as you were talking was, I'm hearing removing that should. I am loving this conversation and hope you are too. We'll get back to it in just a moment, but I wanted to share something with you real quick. Did you know that a combination of coaching and training can increase your productivity by 88% versus 23% from training alone? I mean, that's staggering. The year that I hired a coach, the revenue in my own business increased by 210%. That doesn't even include what I was able to add to my pipelines, the skills learned for communication and leadership, more or less the boundaries I was able to incorporate into my life to get more time back. How would you like to see returns like that? Those who are coached feel 80% more self-confident and it's no wonder why when you are in an environment that is encouraging you, offering strategies, and coaching you to self-discover so you are able to approach future challenges with more confidence and less overwhelm. That's why I wanted to create a space for entrepreneurs where you can come in and receive just that. I'd like to invite you to reserve your spot in our successful AF community. This is a private group membership for you to be in community with other entrepreneurs to connect, engage with, and mastermind about systems and strategies that have been successful all around. Packed with exclusive tips for purposeful activities to create consistency and scalability into your business. Not to mention encouragement and inspiration along the way. Head over to jamiemilam.com slash successfulaf to learn more today and use the promo code DeterminedAF 
for 30% off of your first two months. Let's be successful AF together. This word and this thought just keeps showing up in my world right now around the should. Because when we see other brands or photos, um, Instagram, obviously, you know, we start to see like how we think we should, should show up, like quote unquote. And with should, you know, it, there's a very fine balance between should and shame. Oftentimes, whenever I hear should, I have to kind of pause really quickly and challenge that to say, is there shame in that? Um, Because if you start to just really like look at other people and what they're doing, and you feel like you have to do that, and it's not really in alignment with yourself, then it's going to take longer to feel great about it. Am I right? Like, does that make sense? If ever, if ever, right? And there is, you know, I do want to say like, there is, um, obviously a lot of fat phobia, right? And it, 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 in the same way that there are isms that run through our being simply because we're trained in it. Um, you and I were having a mini conversation about the bachelor and I, I you know, cause my husband and I talk about that on our podcast every, every once in a while. Uh, cause we believe, or I believe that that's the reason we're together is because of that show, but you can listen to that on the podcast. It's called reading aloud podcast, but, um, last night we were watching and I was just like, oh my God, I hate it when a guy gets um, sent home without even being like having an opportunity to like connect with anybody. In other words, they just get like a hundred percent, this feeling of rejection. And he, and my husband was like, yeah, that's that internalized patriarchy that makes you feel so uncomfortable when a man is sad or uncomfortable. And so you know, that's just to say that like those unconscious experiences around fat phobia also exist, whether we believe that we have judgment or not. Um, and it's when we give preference to certain things, which this entire country, but also a lot of the world, especially the Western world is giving preference to straight size. So, you know, when we think about like, can I show up or I can't show up till I lose 20 pounds or I can't hire Marisol till I lose 50 pounds or, you know, all these things, it's like, it's like, what would an honest reflection be? So when I give an honest reflection, yes, it's about, you know, supporting you in how you look today. Like you are amazing just as you are, but it's also like, and what else? Like that, that line that you hear sometimes, like you are beautiful and that's the least interesting thing about you really rings true in my business. It's like me wanting to support people in having ease and enjoyment and getting dressed is always about getting past a distraction. Like you, you were saying this earlier, like leaving the house and not feeling good in what you're wearing and not like coming out, you know, your as your best self, it's such a distraction. And then we lose you and we lose what your mission and your vision and your goals for your life and others' lives in this world are because you're distracted by what to wear or, you know, <clears throat> I've had people tell me that they, they don't accept invitations because they don't know what, what to wear. I mean, how sad is that? They don't even go out in community because they don't know what to wear. And it's just part of our system that has continued to oppress people who don't fit into boxes or continue to make us all feel like there's something wrong with us. You know, I'm, um, I, this is a fun fact about Jamie. I love EDM music and I love me even too. more than that. I love EDM festivals. Oh, me too. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's like, if you, if you want to see like a community of people who just do not give a damn about 
what you think about their body, go to an EDM festival. I love it. It is my favorite people watching place ever to be like, yes, you do you, boo. I love it, honey, wear it, right? And at the same time, I mean, I'm preparing to go to EDC Orlando. And at the same time, it's like, I'm on the sites, right? I'm like, that looks cute. That looks cute. That looks cute. I couldn't pull that off, right? And it's never, to me, it's never a matter of like, when I say I couldn't pull that off, I don't mean like I couldn't put it on my body and that there would be somebody out there that A, wouldn't give a shit if I walk by and they're not looking at all, or B, that would think, damn, I wish I could pull that off, right? When I say it, I mean, I know myself well enough to know that I would still feel too self-conscious, right? But that doesn't mean that I don't get creative, right? I mean, it is the space. It's like a costume in a way. And it makes me super excited because, you know, like I just, I really do love um, the environment when you're in a festival, how much people just really are in this like love and peace space. And really, I nobody's like body shaming anybody, you know? And quite frankly, it pulls that out. If I do hear body shaming around me, I just, I just get this like real, Ugh, you know, like, can we not just celebrate the fact that, you know, she is totally fine with every bit of her ass cheeks hanging out and wearing those fishnet stockings because you know what? She feels good and she's in the music and the energy is fantastic. And that's what really matters. Like, why are we focused on what the hell people are wearing? Because it doesn't affect you. It does not affect you directly. So let people show up the way that they want. You know, secondly, you said to piggyback off of, you know, that continued space of walking out the door and feeling confident in what we're wearing and how that really can affect our day. You know, I I come from a professional space prior to real estate in my own coaching space as well. And I worked in the medical world. So I'm very used to sheath dresses, high heels, and, and when I say high heels, like I'm a three and a quarter inch, like that's my max for all day wear, right? I don't do the stilettos. I can't walk in them straight. I don't feel great. My feet hurt that I can't last. It doesn't make sense. However, three and a quarter is high. It's still high. <laughs> I'm like three, three and a quarter. Like I've got one single, like not a single. I have Calvin Klein, the Gale style Calvin Klein heels in like four different colors. And one of them I've bought like three different times because I wear them out over and over and over. Like it's my favorite shoe. Thank you, Amazon. Right. Anyways, like people in my world will be like, how are you wearing them all day? I have, I, I have crawled you know, opened up crawl spaces. I've gone up attics, you know, in homes whenever I'm looking at a listing or if I'm with a buyer, you know, and they're like, are you don't have to go out here. Like you're wearing your heels. I'm like, are you kidding? Like I am a professional. I know you do this all the time. Like it doesn't matter what shoes I'm wearing. Like you're interested in this house or I need to know the details of this house. I'm going to do my job. I feel more confident walking up to that listing when I'm wearing my heels, right? Because I feel it's about how I feel. It's not about, now I've also walked into a listing appointment, very nervous to wear a shorts and blazer and heels outfit to an older gentleman. And I was really concerned based on just generational, you know, like we'd been communicating for about two years and generationally, I thought, oh my gosh, if I actually wear this outfit there, like, is he going to take me serious? Is he going to take me as a professional? And you know what? He didn't blink at all about it because I showed up 
as a professional with my professional material. It was about the information that I was providing, right? I felt empowered in my heels. I felt you know, fashionable. I had gone to another meeting before where I had like, oh, that's really cute. That wasn't normal for me. Now I've got like three new like shorts and blazer sets in my closet because I love it. And it's so much more simple in the summertime. I think sometimes we get into analysis paralysis about what other people are going to think. And we don't allow that authenticity to show up, whether that is the authenticity and how we show up as a brand, because Y'all, if you're running a business, you are your brand, right? What is your messaging? How do you show up? And honestly, visual first impressions do make a huge difference. I mean, again, I'm I'm in the real estate world. I tell all of my clients, we've got one shot for those photos because your photos are the first thing that people see to determine if they're going to come in and even look at your house. Then it's about the staging internally, right? So then it's basically, then what does your website look like, right? Like, where are you capturing them? So you want to feel good when you're in that space so that you feel in alignment with your brand and that it doesn't feel unauthentic or disgenuine, right? Is that something that you see people really wanting to portray the most when they're working with you? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that a lot of times their understanding of what that means changes over time. So again, we show up with our narratives and our preconceived ideas and our stories that we've received, like the messaging that we've received societally. And one of the things that I do, and I have a freebie called the stretch your style simply challenge, which is a very gentle approach at for five days, doing something different with what you wear than you would normally do. So it's not an overhaul. It's a add one piece to your outfit that you wouldn't normally wear and then check in about how you feel. And so when I'm with people and working with them, you know, it's therapeutic. So I have, we have fashion therapy, telephone calls, everything that I do is therapeutic with them. Uh, our introductory session when we're in the dressing room, et cetera. So it's all always about checking back in with your body. How does it feel right? Like, let's get, let's get away from the head and back into the physical physicality of this and your heart space. How does it feel? And so sometimes people are like, I, I mean, uh, every time people are like, oh, I never would have picked that. Right. And why, who knows, right. It's different for everybody, but the, the feeling into the body and noticing like this actually feels really good. So then we have to approach like, what does it look like to show up like this, despite the fact that you're worried about ageism or generationally how somebody might feel you're worried about gender, you're worried about, you know, being taken seriously as young entrepreneurs or people who look young, all of that. You know, I remember growing up or like growing up in my career and feeling, feeling like, you know, I worked with a lot of older men as uh, veterans and I was like, they're never going to take me seriously. Like I'm literally providing them mental health therapy for service that they did that I never have experienced. Like we have so much disconnect. Are they going to take me seriously only to find out that the, the capacity that I had to relate to them, not on commonality, but just in a, from a place of curiosity and love was, you know, so much that it, it bypassed all of those fears that they had, that they wouldn't be understood or, or that I was, I was knowledgeable about the services that I provided. So, 
you, you know, we, we, people are transformed. And part of that transformation is better understanding what it is that makes them feel comfortable. So yes, I agree with you. And it's really cool to see the transformation over the course of our time together. I know. I love that. I remember when Jen was talking about working with you and she'd said like, there were definitely pieces or colors that she wouldn't have expected, you know, but she just absolutely, she's like, now I have so many shirts in this color now because I do, cause you know, we did, we were like, we love that color on you, Jen. And she's like, thanks. Actually, I just learned about this color being like one of my colors, you know? And so that's was where, it that, was it that orange rust? No, I, I think it was, I, I want to say it was more of like, yeah, um, like a sagey like an, green. Yeah. Or- yeah, yeah, army green. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so exactly. I, I love that because um I know Jen and I know some of her backstory. And so I know that that was really impactful for her. And I think that I can see very clearly how that would help people in different transformations and seasons of their life. Like you said, it is a transformation, you know, prior to having children, you know, many of us, our hips don't spread until then, right? How do we wear something that does complement the things that make us more unique in a way that makes us feel comfortable wearing them so that we can show up more confidently because the majority of folks, like, like you said, you're knowledgeable, you are an expert in that area. So when we show up with confidence, confidence sells, right? Like when you are working to sell a service or a product or have a presentation that is impactful, you know, that confidence in that sells. And in my opinion, you can't feel confident if you don't feel comfortable. Right. And so I was working with this woman in Israel uh, a couple of months ago on a a branding photo shoot. And she was, I mean, she's more quiet, more introverted, you know, more focused on her family, but but does this amazing work with um, marketing and sales funnels for people. And she's like, I'm, I'm back end. I'm like back end. And now I realize that I'm also the front facing of my business and I've never stepped into that space. So it was really cool to walk with her because, you know, the, this color stuff is awesome because it is, colors are an ally for us. There are no rules. I, I mean, that is top line in my business. There are no rules. And we can be curious. People are like, I want to know the fit. I want to know the style. I want to know the brands. I want to know the colors, all that. I have all that knowledge. I can create a capsule wardrobe for you. Your capsule wardrobe isn't going to look black, white, and gray and tan or camel the way that if you look it up, that's what a capsule wardrobe tells you to do. We might capsulize it in the colors that are more allied for you. And an ally, of course, is just something that supports you. So it's uh, colors that support you when you wake up feeling really tired. You put them on and you look good. It lights you up, takes away that feeling of being tired or the look of being tired. So all of that is really important. But, you know, forward facing in our business is so important because people don't want just a service. They want to know who's behind it. I don't sign up for stuff that I can't see that somebody is there to really support me because I don't want to be one in a line of many getting business coaching. Like where's the business coach? Who is the business coach? What are they doing with their lives? How do I know that they have something that I want because I get to see them. And so it really helps our brands to show up and come out of hiding. And all of these things just make it easier to do that, you know? And, and as you know, like the determination and it's scary, it's vulnerable. And we come up with these things. Like I told you in the beginning, this heart centered work. And I I just remember standing, um, at this French restaurant and, 
I was, I was standing there and this woman who I, 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 I knew she'd be a good client for me. And she's, you know, she's like, what do you do? And I tried, I tried so hard to tell her it's distinctly and all of that. And I just, it just didn't come out right. Right. And so, you know, it makes you want to hide back and be like, oh, I hope people find me, you know, my website. Let's just work on some SEO. But, you know, I just had to keep showing up and feeling embarrassed and feeling like I wasn't getting it right and missing the opportunity to work with people at times because of that and just keep showing up. So part of how we dress is how we show up in the world. And you said that you're like first impressions and it's like a both and do we really care what people think? No, because in my line of business, if they don't want to work with me, you know, they're not my, my avatar, right? I don't want to work with everybody. I want people who want what I have, not who I, I don't want people who want to be who I am. I want people who want what I have, which is the freedom, the freedom to wear what we want, the freedom to wear what looks best on us, what feels best on us. That's right. And I, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I mean, I know a great agent who she will show up in her shorts, t-shirt and flip-flops and sometimes with her kids at her open house and she's still a rock star, right? And at the end of the day, it's about finding those people that are in alignment with you because there are plenty out there for everybody, right? And yeah, so yeah, it's finding right. those that are in alignment with you. And, and we say also too, in our, in our, you know, my space that I've been in, we hear often, it's like, get up, show up, dress up for the occasion, like be there, right? Because even though I work from home, the majority of the time, like I'm still up by 630, I'm still dressed, ready to go before I sit down at my computer. And that's what makes me feel like I'm ready to attack the day. If you want to sit in your sweats and your t-shirt and you just want to keep on going and hammering out all of the things that make you completely productive and efficient for the day, fantastic. What I keep hearing you say is it's about doing what makes you feel right, you know, so it keeps coming back to that mindset piece of things and the mindset about how you're feeling, checking in with your body, becoming aware around how you're feeling and what you're wearing. The other piece to that is even back to that business building aspect. It's that mindset. It's how do you feel when you're doing this thing or with that messaging? If you have to tweak your messaging on your website 15 times in a month's period, you keep doing it until you read it and say, you know what? Yes, I feel great about that. And if you need to do it again in another 15 months, awesome. Do what keeps taking you into an alignment because this is a journey. It is not a one and done destination because you go through different seasons. It's the same with our wardrobes, right? So yeah. Yeah. And, and evolving your wardrobe with you as you evolve. And also, you know, what if you sat down at your house before, like you're building a business, you're just pouring your heart into it. You don't have a single client and you wear the clothes that you would want to be wearing in the face of that client and what that could possibly do to your inspiration and your creativity. Like you might take a photo of yourself, which then becomes part of your content. Like there's a lot of reasons why we're embodied when we, I mean, we have to get dressed every day, right? 
might as well enjoy it. Might as well feel good about it. We also have, it's tactile, it's proprioceptor. So it's the clothes are on us and that's also really valuable. And <clears throat> I think a lot about during this COVID time and everything that we've been through and all of the social change that has happened in the last couple of years and how so many of us have evolved over the course of this time and being in, uh, you know, like social isolation and things like that. There's, there's been so much change for people over the past two years that when people are contacting me, they're saying a couple of things. One, I've only been wearing sweats and now I'm tired of it. It was fun at first. It felt relaxing at first, which I totally agree with. And it's not helping me motivate to get back out there. And then I also hear people saying, that their bodies have changed over the course of this time. And of course, there's a lot of judgment around that, but it's totally okay. Like it is who you are today. And then I hear people saying, and I'm different. I mean, we're talking about a two and a half year, almost three year period of time, right? So we do evolve. That's a long time. We do evolve, but also again, because of the social changes, because of the way COVID impacted, because of the, the deaths and the way that we lost a lot, we lost a lot of connection and, and then we gained connection. Like my international clientele is part of what happened during the COVID times because people got more comfortable with doing online and, and, and distance work. So, you know, but things are different. So on the other side of that, can we be present to who we are and notice if the wardrobe that we started with in the beginning of 2020 no longer fits us. And I don't just mean from a physical perspective, I mean, from an emotional, spiritual, and soulful perspective. That's right. Because we go through so many transitions. I mean, look, I went through a divorce last year and there's definitely been some changes with that, you know, both physically and, you know, with how I feel comfortable in things, new things that I wouldn't have felt comfortable in a couple of years ago for, you know, my own personal reasons. Right. Um, so I, I do want to ask you, right. Cause I think this is important for anybody who's ever looking to take that first step or to really hear this one thing, you know, anybody that is absolutely just determined to take a step into comfortability into what they're wearing for themselves or for their brand. What is your number one recommendation that you would give the audience in that space? I'm a Gemini, so I can't always narrow it down to one, but the, the remembering that there are no rules is probably the top line one that you, you're not too old to wear it you're not too thin or, or big or fat or curvy or short or tall to wear it. Like you're not too anything. You're just right. Just the way you are. And if you're, if you, if you throw the rules out and do exactly what you want to do, you're going to find yourself in the community and with the clients and in the relationships that you want to be in, because those people will love you exactly as you are. You will not be rejected by society. You might be rejected by some people that you've been trying to align with who aren't really aligned with you, but you're not going to be rejected as a whole. You're just going to find yourself more and you're going to feel better. So it's a daring move. It's vulnerable. That's why I offer the support that I offer as people step into those spaces, but there's definitely no losing in doing that. Mm, that's beautiful. I mean, there's nothing that needs to be added onto that because it's just beautiful. So Metasol, tell us, how can people connect with you if they want to, where can they find you? How can they work directly with you? Where would you like to send them? Yeah. So you can always just send me an email at Marisol, M-A-R-I-S-O-L at Soul Reflection. And again, that's S-O-L Reflection 
with no S.com. So you can always just shoot me an email. I'll be there for you. My assistant will make sure that I get it. Uh, you can also sign up on my website at Soul Reflection, S O L Reflection.com. Um, there's a under the Work With Me page, you can purchase a product right off the bat that you want from work to work with me or you can sign up to uh, under the one-on-one -on -one therapeutic image consulting tab to have a conversation about what it would look like if you're if you're not exactly sure in what capacity you would want to hire me. And I also have a free style consultation call, which is often an opportunity to talk about how I could work with you more, but it is also 20 minutes of picking my brain. So if you never talk to me again, you get 20 minutes of picking my brain. And then there's on my website, you'll see on the banner, there's a couple of freebies that show up, which is the stretcher style simply challenge, as well as the, um, closet. I forget what I call it, but it's, it's, it's like your own closet transformation. So I walk people through closet transformations, but you can do it on your own. I have a 10 step guide and you can download that. And also just get on my email list. I'm constantly giving, well, constantly so you're like, oh, I don't want my email flooded. Uh, every other week I put out a newsletter, but it's a lot of love that is going to change your perspective and the way that you dress. Yeah. You guys and Insta Instagram soulreflection.com Instagram it's much better Instagram, than the Facebook yeah soul reflection yeah soul reflection because there you just see me and my rawness and then you get to see some of my clients and what they experience some of those gals that you're talking about um and I just had a baby last year so I got to walk through um a really beautiful postpartum journey you know I was many sizes larger than I was before the baby and it I loved myself the whole way through, even though, you know, there is a lot of fat phobia out there, but I just had a great time finding outfits in my closet that I got to make up new things. So you get to walk through all of those journeys with me. So come on, hang out with me. Yeah. And we'll definitely tag some of these things down in the show notes. And I just want to remind you guys that, you know, you can work directly with Marisol specifically to your own everyday style. And also she can help consult with you in terms of getting prepared for, like she said, a brand photo shoot, or if you've got a video shoot or something of that sort, like, you know, if it's big, if it's professional or if it's small and you just want to focus in on that every day, feeling comfortable and feeling confident and feeling an alignment and letting that show up on your outside, right? So there's so many different ways. I'm excited that I had the opportunity mm -hmm. to bring you into this world and mm -hmm. pour in because you can tell that you just absolutely love the impact and the transformation that you get to see with the clients that you work with, that you love what you do. And I'm so glad that you were brave and that you were determined to step mm -hmm. into this space and take that therapeutic background and pour into it in a really fun and play dress up way, yeah. you know, because I just think that that's a really beautiful and unique space and an offering. So I thank you so much for coming on today and um, look forward to maybe having you on again in the future. Yeah. Well, thank you for what you do. And thank you for having me. 